the result that we wanted for the Perth Glory against the Newcastle Jets on, no, uh, on was, Saturday. It's frustrating because there was hints that there's more there. There was improvement. It was it was a big improvement yep. on round one. The only thing really missing was um, the uh, the scoreline. Hey, let's see what this next man thinks. He is a hometown boy originally. He's spent many years away plying his trade over there in the UK. He's joined his hometown club at the Perth Glory. It's a big warm welcome to Ryan Williams. Uh, Ryan, good evening. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, mate. Thanks for giving us a little bit of time on this Thursday. Uh, mate, uh, just a quick reflection on the game on Saturday. Uh, not Must have been just to be disappointing considering the effort that was made. Yeah, I mean, it was. if you look at how they scored their last goal, it just, we should have, we should have been a lot better. We're, we're, I think we're a little bit naive and hungry for, for three points in that position because of of what happened in the, uh, in, in the first game, you know, because obviously we didn't play great and yeah, uh, again, we let in a pretty easy goal. So, um, like you guys said before, the second game was an improvement, um, which is good. We just want to try and keep that up, upward trend, you know, carry, uh, carrying on through the season. We're only, we're only two, two games in, so nothing to worry about. Ryan, it seemed like there was a fair bit more energy in that second game. Was that the message from Ruben and, and Chris throughout the week? Uh, you weren't scared to get up in, in the faces of the Newcastle Jets? Yeah, well, that's that's kind of how we've been playing pre-season anyway. But I think what happened was it's just we kind of we were a little bit like uh, a set of deer uh, deer in headlights, you know, because um, we hadn't played many A-League opposition. We've uh, we've we've kind of rocked up there, and it was just a classic first game of the season. They probably didn't deserve to win. We probably didn't deserve to win. Um, and then the second game, we kind of were a little bit back to ourselves in a way, um, and we were happier with the performance. But obviously. Um, the way in which they, they scored their goal uh, isn't great. Yeah, it was a very aggressive start for the uh, for the game, and uh, yeah, a lot different from the outlook in the in the first game. Was that an instruction from the coaching staff? Because it seemed very early on that Mustafa Amini was mm. involved in absolutely everything that was going on, every decision. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, you know. Um, Especially these days, the refs, you can't really talk to them, to be honest. I mean, I try all the time, but just get waved away. But um, when you have the captain's armband on, there's uh, obviously a little bit more respect there is due from the referee. So um, that probably that, that wasn't said, but that's probably something that Musti's done, uh, I suppose, intentionally. So, so yeah, he was trying to uh, trying to get more, more decisions for us. Uh, I think it worked to a certain degree. Um, and hopefully we can do a little bit more, to be honest. Ryan, how are you finding yourself settling in? Obviously, Perth is your hometown originally, but it's been a long time since you would have played a bit of football here. What's it like to be home? Yeah, it is. Well, to be honest, I still haven't played football there because I've been away the first sure. two games. <laughs> and and um, for the next three, which is a shame. But, no, great. Me and, me, me and the family obviously absolutely love it here. Uh, the missus got two kids now and stuff, so it's just great to be back around in fa- uh, with family. Just, it was just kind of like coming home, really. Um but obviously, with how we started the season, um, it's made things a little bit harder. But, um, like I said, if we just keep on the upward upward trend, uh, we'll be fine. Also, you spent a bit of time just to, on your uh, on your overseas career, mate. You spent a bit of time in, in various different clubs. You started off with Portsmouth, I think, after coming out of the ECU um, Academy. Mm-hmm. Take us through that experience, mate, as a young bloke and, and heading overseas for the first time. And I understand that was a, a little bit of a bump in the road in terms of some kind of visa or, or, or contract arrangement to begin with? Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Cause, so basically, at the, at the start, I came over on trial. Uh, my older brother 
was already playing over here. So it was almost something that me and my other brother was, was kind of always going to do anyway. It was So it all seemed really quite normal, to be honest. Um, so anyway, we've gone over and um, I've gone over six months early to try and get my... Even though I had my English passport, I still had to try and get my my working visa type thing. Um, and it took a full year. So there was a full year I was over there just training and and couldn't couldn't play any games, you know. So until until January, so it was a full a full year until I could actually play any games. Um, take us through the time. I mean, growing up with your brothers, of course, your older brother Reese, and spent a bit of time here at Perth Glory. Also, Aaron, Aaron did it as well. They've kind of taken different routes now. Aaron over at Oakley, and and Reese at, at at the Wanderers. Have you guys ever met at a competitive level before playing against each other? Yeah, so me and Reese, um, I actually made my debut for Portsmouth against Middlesbrough. Wow. Uh, when he was only was playing, and he actually scored that game as well. So, <laughs> yeah, so that was that was that was one that sticks in the memory. Yeah. Did he blow you a kiss? What was the celebration <laughs> like? No, I, I was on the bench. I, I, I celebrated, and like everyone, was, everyone around was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> so, that, so that was a good old kiss. <laughs> and also, you spent a bit of time in and out of the national team, mate. Is there still a, I guess, a, a thought that you still have a, a little bit to play in the green and gold? Yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be kidding, uh, I'd be lying to you if I said no. Whether whether it will happen or not, I don't know. But um, I know I'm gonna, gonna try everything possible to, to perform uh, every week. And then if that, if that doesn't mount to a call up, then amazing, you know. But if not, then I'm still happy, um, flying my trade for glory and trying to, and trying to get us further up the league. <coughs> Is it Ryan? You had a. Um, a- Brilliant youth career with ECU Joondalup. Um, a lot of good players coming out of that academy. A lot of good players. They've just come off the back of a fantastic season locally. But, um, what do you think is happening at that club to just have such a track record of great players to come through and play for Perth Glory and also play their trade overseas? I think... Probably in my personal opinion, it'd probably be like the north of the river, obviously. There's a lot of contingency from, you know, England, Scotland, Ireland, and we, and they all end up going to the same schools. And when you're kind of surrounded by it, you're always kicking a football. You're in school playing football all the time. You know, and then, then you get to train and you see all the same boys there. And I think that's kind of what it's about, is that like these younger boys at younger ages are playing with the ball a lot more than... Than players in in other parts of Perth, you know, and and then they get down to um, to ECU, and the coaches there have always been, especially at a, at a at a young level, have always been top top quality. You had a, uh, a very successful career overseas, playing for the likes of big clubs like Portsmouth, Fulham, uh, Oxford United. You have a couple of stints there, um, but what was the point we decided um, it's time to come back home? Last season, to be honest with you, um, I just kind of not, fell in, fell out of love a bit with football. I'd say, to be honest, um, I wanted to come home before I went to Oxford. And I thought, you know, what, I'm going to stick it out, have it, have another crack, kind of thing, have another season, see where it gets me. And I kind of regretted not coming back a little bit. I enjoyed my time at Oxford. Don't get me wrong, but I think I wish I'd kind of come that one season earlier but it was just just didn't really enjoy it you know all my family being back here I haven't seen them in four years two young kids and I just I took a I kind of wanted my 
in, in, in that kind of... I, I just wanted the family to be happy, and I think that would then translate to me being happier on the on the pitch, you know. Um, how do you... Um, Ryan, how do, you, how do you, I guess, compare some of those levels that you played in compared to the A-League now? It's often a question that we ask ourselves is where does the A-League kind of rank? Is it kind of League 2? Is it League 1? Would it be bottom of the championship? Where, where do you think the A-League fits in, I guess, if you were to put it up against the uh, the English pyramid? Do you know what? It's, it's, it's so difficult because having played in all these different leagues, when you're in that league, it all seems the same. Mm. It's difficult to kind of compare. Obviously, I'd say the championships yeah, is is a ferocious league that has top top quality you know uh it would be it would be a difficult question to answer so I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> mm, yeah, no, I, I, it is a difficult one. And as I said, we, we ask ourselves kind of a debate that we have ongoing for a while is where we where Australia fits in. It's a Well, you're very optimistic, Blaine. You always say the championship. And I go, no, mate, League Two. League no, two. no, I think... I think <laughs> you that, know what? Honestly, I think it's... Do you know what it is? It's, it's just the pure fact that there's no there's no relegation mm. and there's no... And there's no big pot of money if you, if you, if you win, you know? And I think that's kind of what it boils down to, you know, because... There's probably some of the ability over here is probably better, but some of the some of the players over there and some of the teams, everything's extremely cutthroat over there. You know, if someone didn't, if a, if a manager didn't win a game in seven or eight games, mm. you know, they get their head chopped off. Like it's just a different ball game over there because of how much money's at stake and 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 stuff like that. You know, it's just a, it's there's a lot more, I'd say, passion and there's a lot more riding on each and every three points, you know, especially toward the back end of the season where, you know, you might be hanging around the bottom or you might be trying to push to the playoffs or, you know, you might be trying to hold top spot to get automatically promoted. So it's difficult to compare from that point of view, but I just say there's more, a lot more riding on the games over there. Yeah, I think some of our some of our better teams could be certainly competitive at the bottom level of the championship, Muzz, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm talking about your... your, your, your uh, Brisbane's under Ange and your kind of your cities from a, a year or two mm-hmm. ago that were quite competitive. I think they could take it to some of those bottom championship teams. Oh, perhaps, perhaps, but yeah. never it's having never played in. Yeah. It's an ongoing debate. It's an ongoing debate. It's hey, Dungeons and Dragons it's, stuff, it's, man. It's, it's it's the old Celtic and Rangers in the Premier <laughs> League. One That's well, right. Man. That's right. Um, Central Coast this week, Ryan. Uh, what are you expecting from them? Have you done a little bit of uh, check the form guides uh, against the Mariners? Yeah, well, we actually played them pre-season, so and we've got some footage on them now as well, which is which was the difficult part about going into the first game of the season. But we've got some footage on them. We've we'll kind of work out what we're going to do and see how we can we can go there and, and win. Mm. Obviously, they've got a, a bit of danger up front in terms of uh, Jason Cummings, who's certainly trying to throw his hat into the ring and be aggressive and, and put his foot forward as far as uh, a Socceroos call up for the World Cup. And then uh, you know, younger guys like Garang Kowal, I'm not sure if he's going to be um, involved as he, as I think he was with the under twenties or uh, national team. But uh, yeah, they've certainly got plenty of firepower. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting because I mean, the last two games that we've played, we haven't really been cut open by teams, I mean, kind of bearing in mind that last goal against Newey, but no one's really come through the middle of us and, you know, had a had a had a clear chance on goal to be honest. So we're 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 pretty well prepared for what what is to come. Absolutely. Mate, good luck on the weekend. Thanks for giving us a bit of time on your on your Thursday evening. Go well and uh, looking forward to to catching up down the line. Awesome. Thanks guys, appreciate it.